Ladies and gentlemen, coffin season in full effect. Coffin season. Hey, sing again, Bino. Hey. Ah. Hey. Sing this shit. Transition there on the keys. Sing that shit, Gambino. Gentlemen, welcome back to another great episode of the Quintessential Podcast, episode 39, if I am correct. My memory's failing me, but I think it's 39. I'm going to roll with 39. <laughs> episode 39, yes, yeyeah, beautiful way to start off this week's episode. You know, I normally play some freestyles of more rap-based, you know, to start off the podcast, you know, get us in that hype mood, but... As you know, it is winter is here, and uh, it's cuffing season. You know, winter is cuffing season. And for those uh, listeners who do not know what cuffing season means, cuffing season basically means uh, it's a uh, <laughs> time to shack up. It's time to <laughs> lock down with uh, that uh, special lady friend of yours for the winter. You know, as a uh, Temperature is cold out there, and you just want to rather stay indoors, watch Netflix, just get your jam on, you know. So that's where coughing season comes in. That's what coughing season means. <laughs> so yeah, 
Lovely way to start off this week's episode with the ever-talented Childish Gambino singing a cover of Tamir's very famous song, uh, So Into You, which was also redone by Fab and Tamir as well. So great, great song there, great cover by Gambino there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right, so yeah, episode 39 of uh, the Quintessential Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everybody is in good health. Hope everybody had a good week last week. And hope everybody's given up to have a good week this week. Halloween this week. A lot of Halloween parties going uh, out uh, last week, uh, myself included. I uh, went out last week with a couple of my mates. And uh, yeah, we all dressed up. Your boy. Mr. Q dressed up as the one and only Deadpool. <laughs> yes, I love that. Uh, full kitted out with the whole Deadpool suit with the swords and whatnot. Yeah, your boy did good. Your boy did good. Might have to put the the the, the photo, <laughs> my, my outfit cover as the uh, as the background to this week's episode. Let's see. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good uh, good good time I had, and I hope everybody's safe out there. Stay safe when you're going out this Halloween and a lot of fuck shit going on in the world. But yeah, just stay safe out there. And as I said, cannot stress enough. Hope everybody's in good health. Right, and staying safe out there and staying blessed. Alright, yes, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's kick things off, you know. We got a lot of shit to discuss this week, a lot of music, a lot of uh fuck shit going on. Nikki and Cardi going for another round nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Uh I'll talk we'll talk we'll touch on it briefly, I'll touch on it briefly, but I don't want to get too much into it. I mean, I'm sick and tired of that bullshit And we got a lot of new music uh, That was released last week as well So we're going to start getting into that But before I know I haven't hit this in a while But you got to hit my drop this time for these bitches Quintessential Yes sir <laughs> Yes I'm back <laughs> Right let's kick things off on the single side of things As we always do ladies and gentlemen we've Got a few singles coming out this week And speaking of Cardi Cardi did drop her single Money Interesting you know Cardi, Cardi, uh, the, This single coming out right now Because Cardi's had a really really good year She dropped the debut album Invasion and Privacy Just earlier on in the year And she's got a lot of songs from that That are charting and hitting number one uh, You know getting a lot of radio play And getting a little club play so I'm very, very interested, I'm very, uh, not shocked, but very surprised that she put out a single uh, right now, uh, as because her album is still getting a lot of plays, her singles are getting a lot of plays, and uh, yeah, so I'm very surprised, but uh, I mean, she, I think she's just, she's just trying to uh, you know, keep fresh and just keep on people's minds. Obviously, you know, she's on people's minds with a lot of the shit that she's embroiled with with Nikki. We'll touch on that a bit later. But, uh, yeah, very, very surprising to see a Cardi single. Nonetheless, she drops a single, Money. And it's your typical Cardi kind of single, really. Your typical Cardi party, uh, braggadocious single talking about money and how she likes money and, you know, all of that stuff. So, not really much to decipher on that front. The, uh, the, the uh, cover art is great. <laughs> I think it's great. Um... Uh, I think it's very, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't expect that. But no, it's a very great cover art. Uh, she looks great on it. And um, yeah, the single as it is, it's, it's just as your typical Cardi single. So I said, not much to really decipher there. Just talking a lot of braggadocious talk, a lot of money talk and all that. As Cardi really does. So yeah, it's it's a decent single. A decent single. Uh, not not a bad record at all. Uh, but yeah, just, just a bit surprising to see that single out so soon. I, I heard that she's actually prepping her next album. Now, whether that will see... Uh, the light of day this year or it will be next year I'm not sure I think it will be next year uh, I don't think they're gonna Cardi's gonna release two albums this year I think uh, this she's still on the very hot out here in the streets and uh, she's gonna ride the waves of this uh, Invasion of Privacy album till it's done uh, so about loads of her songs are on the radio and they are getting a lot of play so I do not see uh, her dropping a new project anytime soon possibly next sometime next year but yeah, go check that out. It's Cardi B with money. And as always, uh, I will post the link to these songs in the bio of the episode once it's released. And you can find this on all your streaming services. That's Cardi B with money. Next up, we've got Takeoff. So Takeoff, uh, as predicted, <coughs> all three Migos members are releasing their solo albums. Quaver was up first with Quaver Hancho. Now Takeoff is prepping <coughs> his uh, upcoming solo project called The Last Rocket. Right, and he releases the first offering from that. Uh, scheduled to drop uh, apparently this Friday, November 2nd. Uh, he uh, drops the first single called Last Memory. 
and yeah so this is off his upcoming last rocket album and to be honest ladies and gentlemen this song is actually pretty good uh, a lot of people have said that you know takeoff's album will probably be better than quavo's because a lot of people consider takeoff to be the most slept on uh underrated rapper of the migos obviously you know you've got quavo and we've got offset but a lot of people uh, have said uh, that, you know, Takeoff is the most slept on, underrated rapper of the Migos. He's the one who got the most bars. And honestly, I think he sounds great on this last memory record. I ain't going to lie. And yeah, I, I, I actually really enjoyed listening to it. Uh, more than enough, like, I think I enjoyed listening to any of Quavo's songs uh, on that Quavo Honjo album. So, uh, yeah, I, it is actually quite a decent track. And it's, it's, it's piquing my interest to see what this takeoff album is going to be like. I think it probably will be better than Quavo's. Uh, that's just my opinion, but I think that's a lot of people's opinion that it will be. And then obviously, you know, we're going to wait on Offset's album, but uh, I think this will be better than Quavo's. In uh, that's what a lot of people are saying, and I think from this first offering. Uh, I think that will be the case. Uh, but yeah, it's a great great song there. Let's take off with Lost Memory. You can go check that out. Next up, uh, yeah, be looked at, oh yeah, be uh, on the lookout for that uh, Lost Rocket album set to drop November 2nd this Friday. Now, another man who's dropping his album uh, this Friday is Swizzy, Swizz Beats. He comes through and drops the final single. Uh, of his Poison album set to drop November 2nd he's already released Pistol on my side with Lil Wayne 25 soldiers with Young Thug Preach with Jim Jones and now he links up with the Hollow Man SN1 Don UK's own Giggs yes he links up with Giggs and uh, they link up together on this banger called Come Again and yes, great. Uh, Gigs takes uh, Swiss down to or uh, this uh, to to the UK scene uh, in the video and in the UK sound. And yeah, so it sounds great, man. It sounds great, and it's good to see um, you know, Swiss's uh, eye that he's you know he's knows of these uh, London talents like Gigs, and so you know and and he's giving them uh, uh, more more shine and more play and offering them you know a spot on his album and stuff like that so yeah i i really appreciate that and because uh, obviously the grime scene here the uk is big in the uk but it's slowly trying to make his way into the us now and uh it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger you know oh it's like drake putting them on and asap rocky and things like that uh yeah so uh it's good to see like a really famous producer really top-notch producer like swizz you know, um, having these people on his radar, so it's really good to see the track as it is. It is a banger, right? So it's what you expect. Banger between Swizz is just constantly dropping bangers. I think this Poison album is going to be full of bangers. Uh, those last three tracks he released, Flames, this one, uh, Flames as well. Uh, I think Swizz is going to have a good contender for album of the year as well. Definitely, will have a good contender for that. From what this, these songs are sounding like, but yeah, great track from Swizz and Gigs will come again. Make sure you guys go check that out and be on the lookout for that Poison album set to drop November second. So that's Swizz Beats and Gigs with Come Again. Right, next up we got uh, a female that uh, not really many people talk about. Uh, and she doesn't really get the acclaim that she deserves. Uh, she does from a um, from real hip hop heads, uh, but you know she's not really mentioned much. And that is Rhapsody. Uh, yeah, and she put out a great album last year called Layla's Wisdom. Great, great album. She works with the very talented Ninth Wonder, the producer Ninth Wonder. Right, very, very talented. And yeah, uh, that was a great album she put out. One of the best albums of last year. It did make my top ten uh, list as well. So, uh, Mike has actually announced that a new project is coming and um, is set to drop uh, sometime in, in the next few weeks or so. And the first offering from that project is uh, a song with Rhapsody linking up with Dreamville's head honcho, J. Cole. Uh, wow, like we, um, uh, we didn't expect this and uh, we didn't expect this collaboration to come. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have been say- saying that it would be good to see these two together. Uh, but uh, I I really didn't think of um, you know and this this collaboration didn't really cross my mind at all and uh, yeah so Rhapsody links up with J Cole drop the to drop the track Sojourner right and it's five and a half minutes of absolute flames the beat is great it's not even a, like a hard bass heavy beat it's just uh, like it's a perfect jazzy not even jazzy perfect like 
you know, slow beat. And both rappers getting their shits off, man. Cole snapped on it. Rhapsody Smurf snapped on it. Both of them smoked this joint, man. Seriously. Uh, really, really, really good song. Probably the best single this week. I'd say, yeah, the best single to come out this week out of all the singles that were released, in my opinion, because I'm a, I'm a proper hip-hop head, proper lyrical head. And I love it, man. Uh, really, really good track there. And yeah, that's set to land on Knight's upcoming album. Uh, and yeah, this 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 album that Nine's prepping up has got a lot of artists on there: Rhapsody, J Cole, Black Thought, Buster, JID, uh, just to name a few. Man, they've got a lot of artists on there, and yeah, so it's set to be uh, uh, probably one, one a really good album uh, based off this. And Nine's handling all the production. But yeah, really, really good track here with Rhapsody and J Cole called Sojourner. And yeah, I cannot wait to hear this uh, ninth uh, album that is coming soon. Uh, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, but, yeah, but for now, go check out this Rhapsody and J. Cole uh, flaming track here called Sojourner, right? Great track there, right? Go check that out. Let me know what you think. Another person that's prepping a uh, release of his project as well is T Grizzly. He already dropped uh, his album uh, previously in the year, Activated. Great, uh, really good album. I liked it. And he's uh, prepping his next project called Still My Moment, a continuation of his first mixtape, My Moment, right? And he drops the first single of that, uh, linking up with Offset with Pray For The Drip, right? And so, I, 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 like, I like T. Grizzly, man. Uh, he gives me that aggression, he gives me that hype build, and it's, it's really good hype music to listen to in the gym or wherever you are just to get pumped. And this track is no different. Uh, T Grizzly comes in, does his, does his own thing, opposite providing ad libs, and gets his shit off as well. Obviously, they're talking about drip, you know, uh, how they stay iced out and things like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it is a good track. It is a good track from Grizzly, and uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, it's um, you know he's, he's he's having a really good year, really. If I think about it, that, that, that the activated album was good, and now like yeah, it's been a bit quiet, but I think it's just everybody's been right. Uh, He's been just working on his music. And yeah, now he comes through with his Play For The Drip track with Offset. So yeah, not much to decipher on that one either. Just just very, you know, very hype talking about, uh, you know, the, the fashion and I'm being, being all blinged out and things like that. So yeah, uh, another great track there. But um, yeah, so we, we've got we've got, got a good string of uh, single releases this week. Obviously the highlight for me being Rhapsody and J. Cole Sojourner. Uh, but yeah, you go check out this T. Grizzine Offset track called Pray For The Drip. And I think T Grizzly's uh, My Moment is set to be released this week or next, this Friday or next. Be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, so uh, we should, I uh, should uh, uh, be on the lookout for that. And so should you guys if you're a fan of him. And yeah, so there you go. You should go check it out. Let me know what you think. Transitioning into some news now, right? Uh, Anderson Park released the track list for Oxnard. And we've got features from. Uh, J. Cole, Pusha T, Kendrick, Dr. Dre, you name it, man. So let's go through uh, this um, this track list by Anderson, right? So Oxnard set to come out November 16th, I believe, right? November 16th. Uh, that is, yeah, yeah, November 16th, right? And so we've got the previously released Tints on there, right? Uh, surprisingly, uh, I'm think uh, Bublin's not on there, which is very interesting to see. But uh, yeah, we've got features from Kendrick Lamar on Tints, uh, Dr. Dre, Pusha T, Snoop Dogg, J. Cole, Q-Tip, BJ, The Chicago Kid. We've got 14 tracks on here. So we've got The Chase from the track number one, The Chase featuring uh, Ka- uh, Kaja Bonet. Track two, Headlow featuring uh, Norel. T- track three, Tints for Kendrick. Track four, Who Are You? Track 5, 6, Summers. Track 7, Saviors Road. Track 7, Smile Slash Petty. Track 8, Mansa Musa featuring Dr. J and Coco Sarai. Uh, track 9, Brothers Keeper featuring Pusha T. Track 10, Anywhere featuring Snoop Dogg and The Last Artful Dodger. Wow. Track 11, Trippy featuring J. Cole. Track 12, Cheers featuring Q-Tip. Track 13, Sweet Chick featuring BJ The Chicago Kid. And track 14, Left to Right. So yeah, very uh, uh, very stacked set of features there, very good set of features there, and I'm really really excited to hear the Anderson's new album, man. Like, been a big fan of Anderson, and um, yeah, he's uh, got great music. Uh, if you haven't already, go check out that Malibu album. Go check out that 
he has slowed um, um, a project that he has with no uh, knowledge. Uh, yeah, and go check out his previous work as well, uh, Venice as well. Uh, so yeah, a very very talented artist, and uh, very very excited to hear from Anderson uh, in the upcoming weeks. So that's his uh, Oxnard album and his track listing features. Uh, talking about some uh, some sad news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had uh, two tragedies two tragedies this week. One occurring stateside in the US in Pittsburgh, uh, and one occurring here in the uh, in the UK in Leicester. I'll talk about the one in the uh, uh, in the states uh, to, to start things off. So if you if you're not aware. Uh, so basically, uh, just just last week, uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, right, uh, a synagogue. Uh, there was a shooting at a synagogue, right, and so and uh, it left eleven people dead, and it was just unprovoked. We don't know what caused it, and it's just another another mass shooting out in America. So a man suspected of killing eleven people in a synagogue in Pittsburgh has been charged with murder in what is believed to be the worst anti-Semitic attack in recent U.S. history. Robert Bowers, 46, is accused of opening fire at the Tree of Life synagogue during its Sabbath service. He faces 29, tr- 29 criminal counts, including use of a firearm to commit murder. Federal prosecutors say they will also file hate crime charges and the suspect could face the death penalty. President Donald Trump described the attack as a wicked act of mass murder. Six people, including four police officers, were injured in Saturday's attack. Uh, the suspect was also wounded in a shootout with police. Hundreds of police from the neighborhood and also all across Pittsburgh later gathered for an interfaith vigil for the victims of the attack, of the attack in the synagogue in Squirrel Hill. Sophie Eleven, a local resident and one one of the organizers, uh, told the people. Uh, so people wanted to be together, not alone, and the vigil would help heal the city. President Trump said he would visit Pittsburgh soon. He also ordered U.S. flags at government buildings to be flown at half mast until 31st of October. What are the charges? The 29 charges were announced in a statement issued by the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Western District of Pennsylvania. 11 counts of obstruction of exercise of religious beliefs resulting in death. 11 counts of use of a firearm to commit murder during and in relation to a crime of violence. 4 counts of obstruction of exercise of religious beliefs resulting in bodily injury to a public safety officer. 3 counts of use and discharge of a firearm during and in relation to a crime of violence. Now how did the shooting unfold? On Saturday morning, worshippers had gathered at the synagogue for a baby naming ceremony during the Sabbath. Squirrel who has one of the largest Jewish populations in Pennsylvania and this would have been the synagogue's busiest day of the week. Police said they first received calls about an active shooter at 9.54 local time, so that's about 1.54 uh, GMT here, and sent officers to the scene a minute later. According to reports, Mr. Bowers, a white male, entered the building during the morning service armed with an assault rifle and three handguns. The gunman had already shot dead 11 people and was leaving the synagogue after about 20 minutes when he encountered SWAT officers and exchanged fire with them. Uh, the attacker then moved into the building to try hide from the police. He surrendered after a shootout and is now being treated in a hospital for what has been described as multiple gunshot wounds. The crime scene was horrific, uh, police, uh, Pittsburgh, police, uh, P- Pittsburgh Public Safety Director uh, told reporters. One of the worst I've seen and I've worked on some plane crashes and it's very bad. Mr. Hisrich said, Mr. Hisrich said no children were among the casualties. What do we know about the gunman? U.S. media said he shouted, all Jews must die, as he carried out the attack. Social media posts by someone with the name of Robert Bowers were also reported to be full of anti-Semitic comments. FBI Special Agent Bob Jones told a press conference that Mr. Bowers did not appear to know to be known to authorities prior to the attack. He said that any motive remains unknown, but that authorities believe he was acting alone. Right? Wow, so, and then we, man, then we go into this dickhead president, this dickhead Donald Trump, right? And this is not a political podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I don't really like to dive into politics, as it's a very, it's a very uh, edgy water there. But man, that uh, this uh, Trump is just, this is he's just an absolute dickhead. What was Trump's reaction? He called the shooting a terrible, terrible thing. 
To see this happen again and again for so many years, it's just a shame, he told reporters. He described the gunman as a maniac and suggested the US should stiffen up our laws of the death penalty. These people should pay the ultimate price. Um, this has to stop, he said. Mr. Trump also added that the incident had little to do with US gun laws. If they had protection inside, maybe it could have been a different situation. Are you fucking kidding me? Why would you be strapped up with guns at a place where people come to pray? What kind of stupid fucking shit are you on? Uh, I tell you, Trump really, really pisses me off. And seriously, like, what kind of stupid shit are you? Are you? Are you? How are you? Are, how are you asking people to be carrying a firearm in a place uh, of? Uh, prayer and worship seriously former US President Barack Obama voiced a different position on the ongoing gun law debate tweeting we have to stop making it so easy for those who want to harm the innocent to get their hands on a gun which is right man man. so very tragic tragic incident happening over stateside so rest in peace to all the lives that were lost out there and my prayers and condolences are with the uh families of the uh, lost uh, the families of the uh, of the lost ones and uh, yeah so some this stuff needs to stop man like and but this is this is not never going to stop until either trump goes out of office or so, i just i just don't know i can't think of a solution now ladies and gentlemen i really can't uh i mean trump's doing his damage to the states and uh I mean, I can't see a way around it right now unless he gets impeached or someone gets out of office and then, you know, uh, things are going in a different direction. Uh, so, yeah, really, I don't know what I had there. I really don't know what uh, the solution is to this. But, you know, saying that people should be strapped up and have guns at a place of worship. No, I do not believe that is the right way about this. Definitely not. So I think Trump's Trump's still being a dickhead, still being an idiot, and yeah, I mean that's nothing new, really, is it? So no, rest in peace again to all the people, all the lives that were lost, and yeah, again, prayers and condolences to those uh, of the families of the lost ones, right? And yeah, so uh, <coughs> moving from stateside to UK side here, we did have a tragedy as well on Saturday, occurring in Leicester. Uh, what happened? So basically, uh, at Leicester Football Club, Leicester were playing West Ham United. This is in uh, the Premier League. So for you all, you guys who are in the states, this is soccer here. <laughs> you guys call it soccer, we call it football. But um, there was a match up between Leicester uh, Football Club and West Ham United, and that was taking place at Leicester Stadium in Leicester. Right uh, after the match, uh, as um, as normal procedure, the owners of the owner of the Leicester Football Club, uh, he always departs from the stadium in a helicopter, right? So uh, he departed in his helicopter with his pilots, uh, two pilots who were actually a couple, a male and a female, and uh, he was with two of his assistants as well uh, from the football club. And uh, he took off from. He always takes off from the middle of the middle of the pitch uh, in in the in the football stadium. He just just about made it out of the stadium, and something went wrong. We still don't know what happened. Something went wrong, and the uh, helicopter uh, began to plummet uh, towards the ground just outside the stadium in a car park. And there were still fans out there, right? And uh, the pilot swerved, uh, swerved away, so he, sh- so he, uh, so he couldn't hit any fans, and the helicopter crashed. And there were still some fans in the parking lot who saw this go down, and they ran towards the helicopter. And the pilots and everyone in the helicopter urged the fans to get away because the helicopter was going to explode, and uh, the people inside could not get out. And then what was to unfold next was just very tragic. The helicopter exploded just outside the stadium. And uh, it took a while for uh, authorities to confirm uh, the casualties. And unfortunately, it was all uh, all five casualties. Uh, there, was, there was five casualties there. The owner, uh, the two, the couple that were a pilot... 
and his two assistants and they just tragically uh, died really in this uh, very tragic incident in Leicester uh, so yeah um, very very tragic people were saying that his daughter was on board but then that later turned out to not to be the case uh, but yeah very very tragic incident here in the UK as well and uh, yeah um, I just really don't know what to say I think we still don't know what happened to the helicopter or how it crashed and why did it crash or what happened there uh, but uh, no uh, very tragic incident so i like to say rest in peace to all uh, the lives that were lost there and that Leicester helicopter crash and uh, my prayers and condolences are with the Leicester City f- uh, football club fans the loved ones uh, of, the, of the lives that were lost and just uh, the whole uh, city of Leicester really as well um, I mean they achieved something really great man just a couple of years ago winning the Premier League title I mean for people who are in the US who don't really follow soccer or the Premier League that is a very very big accomplishment especially coming from uh, for Leicester as well you know uh, they were promoted uh, to the Premier League and then you know winning their first ever Premier League title uh, you know, no one would have thought of it. They, no one would have thought that a team like that would win the Premier League, and that was just a miracle year. That was a great year for football, and that was just great to see. Man, they utterly deserved it. They played very, very good football, and yeah, man, uh, uh, what they achieved, man, uh, it was just, uh, it's, it's, it's just amazing what they achieved, and uh, uh, what the owner and uh, the fans and the uh, people involved did for that club so yeah but, but it was, it's just like a Cinderella story really uh, how they uh, got there and so yeah, no, uh, rest in peace again to, to uh, the the lives that were lost uh, my prayers are and condolences are with the families of the uh, loved ones and families of the one, um, of the casualties involved and, and uh, with the fans and the city of Leicester my prayers and condolences to you guys as well, just moving on some from fast. Just moving on now uh, from uh, yeah, those, those tragic talks there. Uh, <laughs> Pusha T, Pusha T, right? Uh, Pusha T recently did an interview and he talked about his upcoming album. And uh, uh, Push had this to say about uh, his upcoming album. So he Push said he's already more focused on his next project than one might assume. Uh, recently on the Joe Bolden podcast, he intimated that even though Daytona's title was a tribute to having luxury to not rush projects, the mu- new music climate dictates that he can't keep us waiting as long as he's been known to. With that being said, 2018 onward may see him making the album of the year contender every, uh, with uh, with this Daytona, right? Um but uh, he's saying that he is hard at work on his next album, right? And he has been vocal about originally originally envisioning his album being closer to ten tracks than seven. His next release won't be comprised of leftovers. It's a, it's in its 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 own thing, a brand new cook up. Everything is also based always based off unorthodox hip hop with a bit of groove. Push says when previewing where he plans to go sonically, some something that gives me enough space and enough openness to black out as a lyricist. That's one thing I'm never trying to compromise in production. I don't want it dictating what it is that I do so much and I feel like I need that space. I feel like in rap, that is my space. I don't think anyone necessarily does it or even picks up those type of beats. When it comes to who's providing the beats on the next go round, as of now, it's once again all Kanye produced. I'm going to see how he wants to finish this up. If not, I always got a heavy hitter list in my back pocket. As for the songs he made with heavy hitters like the Neptunes and the Dream before Kanye remade Daytona, Plus the Daytona tracks that didn't make the cut last minute like Sociopath. Push says he's not one to shoehorn a fire straggler into an album if it doesn't fit. He's open to letting a few Lucy's go for the fans. Outside of his own endeavours as Good Music's president, Push is hoping 2019 yields even more output from his label. I don't want anything besides music from Good Music. I feel like a lot of times everyone's personality over there is so strong. From Kanye to Tiana to myself, we all we always have things going on outside of just music, and I like to see the focus from the people on just the music. 
I like more musical albums. Don't expect that desire to manifest as simply another five album, five week run. Though, I feel like the five album run was our best upgrade of Good Friday. So now we have to find another way to upgrade the five albums. And that took a long time to figure out from when Good Fridays was going on. We were always thinking of ways to, of how to outdo it. Everyone ran with that model after and it sort of cheapened it. And for us, we're off it once you wear it. We're going to have to figure out what's another way to galvanise everyone all together at once to get them to hone in. Right, so Pusha's expecting a lot of things from uh, Good Music uh, next year. Uh, he's hard at work at his new album. And hopefully, yeah, it's not going to be seven tracks as, we, as I want to hear more, more from Push. And yeah, it's going, to, it's going to be interesting to see how Good Music rolls out its uh, next list of albums next year. So very excited. Um, yeah, Push does have a uh, top album of the year as well. Hundred percent top ten album of the year for me. Right. Uh, next up, right. Uh, we had some interesting news this week as well, right? And uh, it all uh, came in uh, the form of some suspicious packages, right? And it was uh, heavily debated on the news uh, just over this last week that some some suspicious packages were sent to a lot of anti-Trump supporters uh, that were, for example, Barack Obama, uh, Robert De Niro, and uh, uh, just amongst a few others, right? And uh, so that that uh, we don't know, not sure why or what. Um, but uh, there, there's also been, uh, as today, police scramble after suspicious package found at New York Times headquarters. Like, what, what, what is going on? Like, uh, I'm, I'm really not sure what the hell is actually actually going on here. Um, who are these packages being sent by? And uh, what, what is, uh, why are they being sent? And what is the purpose? What is this containing? Right, so, right, let's 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 have a look at this. Right, so, FBI analyzing ten explosive devices sent to Trump critics as it happened. Right, so, here's what we know so far. Since Monday, ten suspected or confirmed mail bombs have been sent to high-profile Democrats, including Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and George Soros in five states. On Thursday morning, a similar package was found addressed to actor Robert De Niro and two packages were discovered addressed to former Vice President Joe Biden. Trump initially called for unity, then went on to criticise the media for creating hostility. He did not acknowledge his own caustic rhetoric, which has been directed at every bomb target. The FBI, NYPD and New York City's mayor held a press conference on Thursday afternoon asserting that they do not know if there are other devices out there or more bombs to come, but specifically why they're being sent. New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo early backed up media reports from unarmed law enforcement sources that the bombs originated in Florida. Hillary Clinton again thanked the Secret Service for protecting her. California Democratic member of Congress Maxine Waters, a target of two of the devices, has issued a video statement blaming Donald Trump for whipping up his supporters and, in her view, encouraging violence, but she states, I ain't scared. Still... There is uh, not much uh, information uh, regarding this uh, th- these um, these suspicious packages, uh, so uh, well, let's wait to hear more. But is Trump really sending out these packages to people who don't support him? Is he that petty? Is he what, then? What's the deal? I, I'm not understanding. Is it a scare tactic? Is it a threat tactic? I'm not sure at all. Doesn't it doesn't seem like it in his character? Uh, but who knows uh, so let's stay tuned for more information on that all right uh, and yeah, coming to a bit more fuck shit of this week then ladies and gentlemen uh nikki and carly go for round 9999 right yeah um as you can tell by my tone of voice i'm kind of really sick and tired of this shit now um i don't know where like we thought it was a bit quiet now for a few weeks but nikki hopped back on Queen Radio this week 
and she got a lot of things off her chest she uh well she started to go back into Kylie she went on to say she went on to talk about how at that uh Harper's Bazaar New York Fashion Week event that her friend Rata Lee beat the shit out of Cardi B and that's how she got that knot not from a security guard she got it from Nikki's entourage and uh, yeah how she beat the brakes off her and things like that and yeah so and then that, that she has footage available and then she's requesting footage from the venue and uh, she also went on to say that uh, she stopped uh, Nikki from collaborating with 21 Savage on a song uh, yeah so she she went on to say a number of things uh, obviously I'm not I, I'm not going to play Nikki's part uh, as obviously that's uh, Apple Music exclusive and obviously I don't want to get taken down <laughs> uh, all these issues but uh, Carly responded to all this stuff right uh, in uh, a very lengthy you know, numerous posts right so let's hear from Carly what she has to say in regards to all this stuff Nicki Minaj, right? How you saying that I got ragged by Riley when there is so many footages of that night, every single angle, and where am I getting ragged at? Why would I be here sitting in line like, oh yeah, I did this, I did that, knowing that the next day there's going to be so much footages of that same night? And second of all, how you say that I was the, the wild animal, that I attacked you, that you was mortified, that you was humiliated, playing the victim, but now you're the gangster. You need to pick a side. Do you want to be the victim or do you want to be the gangster? You lie so much, you can't even keep up with your fucking lies. First, you're saying that you got the footage, your cameraman got the footage, but now you're talking about you want to pay somebody 100000 if they give you the footage? Yo, make sense when you're talking. I thought you was the victim. I know what this footage... Yeah, with me, it's just my, my whack ass internet. <laughs> Who's the victim? I know what this footage of. You standing on the wall talking about, I'm standing right here, Miss Chung Lee, the street fighter. Get the fuck out. This is my thing. Since you want to bring that motorsport. And since you want to bring that motorsport shit up again, I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a fuck. Dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute. First of all, you change your verse two or three times, and the day before we were supposed to do the motorsport video, you turned in your last verse of it. And I was not feeling of you talking about, oh, if Cardi the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi, following it up with bitch, you my son go sit on a party, bitch, you not my coach, because you never helped me to get in this fucking career, and I'm nothing like you, so you, I'm definitely not your fucking son. I'm a real ass person, you not. So fuck out of here. And I called you that night. Oh, and I got the receipts, babe. All right. There's my phone. I'm going to my camera that I went all the way up. October 22nd. This was your number. I called you twice and you didn't answer. No, show you. Show you. Show you. It's from the beginning. And I told my label, I'm not doing the video if she don't change her verse. And, and since you want to bring that motorsport shit up again, and you want to talk about how I wanted to be on the Creepy Kush remix and I was trying to stop your back. Sis, what are you talking about? First of all, I didn't even know Bad Bunny back then. That's one. And second of all, for months, I was promoting a Spanish record with Osuna that everybody knew that I was promoting. So what are you talking about? You're the one that be hopping on remixes. So why would I want to hop on a song that was already out in the Latin community for like three, three, four, five months? What are you talking about? But you, but, uh, but let's talk facts now, okay? Now let's talk about how you barked at your managers because they got the, because you and Jeezy got the same management and you barked at them because they gave me the No Limit record, which they presented to you first and you didn't like the record. You didn't believe in the record. Nobody actually believed in the record. Me and Jeezy, every single time that it climbed up the charts, we was extremely excited and you barked at your management because they gave me the record and that's fucking fact. Then you want to talk about, since you're talking about suing and shit, because you claiming that Riley beat me up. Sis, 
I don't got to sue nobody because of a fight. I'm a street bitch. That is called snitching, you know? But since you want to talk about suing, maybe I should sue you for defamation of character since you want to claim that I'm using something illegal called payola because you don't understand why I am so fucking successful. And my thing is, just like every new artist that had a mega hit like SZA, LMA, after they get a mega hit, everybody wants to listen to them. So why is it that when people want to listen to me, you cannot believe it, that I, I got to be cheating for that? First of all, you was bopping to my shit. Second, my new single came out called Money, right? So my thing is, my single hasn't even impacted radio yet. And yet, it's doing so good on Apple. It's actually number one on the top, top charts, all genres on Apple. And that's the same shit that you got your queen radio on. So how can I possibly use payola on some shit that endorses you? Man, is you shitting me? Ugh. Then, since you talk then let's talk about the leak number shit, right? That Tell me if this don't make sense. How come my phone number got leaked one hour after that altercation at the Harper's Bazaar party? Tell me how Mariah Lynn number got leaked a couple of weeks, a couple of months. I'm not sure when, you know, that whole Gwyneth situation was happening. And Raleigh used to have her number. Jason Lee's phone number just got leaked recently. And who had his number? Raleigh. How come everybody that y'all have issues with that... Y'all have the numbers in y'all camp, they numbers got leaked. My sister just got into an argument with Raleigh, right? Well, how come my sister number haven't gotten leaked? Because y'all don't have it. How come my new number hasn't gotten leaked? Because y'all don't have it. Isn't that fucking funny? Ain't that shit fucking funny? Hmm. And then the people that texted my phone, that texted Mariah Lynn phone, that texted Jason Lee phone, were all barbs. You're the common denominator on it. So, you tell me. You fucking tell me. Then, let's talk about the leaked numbers. Then, after my sister posted those disturbing text messages. Oh, wait, wait. Let me show ya. This is my phone. Let me go to my text messages. I went all the way down from that fucking same day. Look. Look. This was the one that fucking got me tighted the most. And look. It starts from all the way down here, all the way down saying here. Her about oh, her and it started all the way from up here, all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. And after my sister show those text messages, look what you do. You go on your Twitter and you start liking shit like this. You start liking shit um like this. Basically, just uh, Bob going in on Cardi. That type of nasty ass fucking behavior, bitch. You're fucking sick in the head. Then after my, why are you trying to say that I'm trying to stop your bag because Twenty One Savage didn't do a music video with you, sis? I'm not even that close to that man. So how can I have that power to um that man to tell him, hey, don't do this music video that you're getting paid for for me? Get the fuck out of here. That song, that no flag song that they didn't do the music video with you, 21 and Offset, the song wasn't doing good. It wasn't doing that much numbers. So why would they waste their time? Now you're trying to say that I'm trying to stop your bag because... Yeah, so as you can hear, Cardi had a lot of things here to rip into Nikki about. And honestly, I'm really tired about this fucking beef between these two. Um, this new stuff is always being put into light every week or every other week between these two. Uh, so I'm just I'm struggling to keep up with what's going on. And Nikki tweeted a lot of shit after this, and uh, yeah, I just, it's just it's just a lot of fuck shit really. And uh, definitely we're gonna hear from Nikki again this week on another episode of Queen Radio. Let's see what she says, and let's wait to hear Cardi's response. But uh, as you can see, these two have still not resolved their issues, and they're still going back and forth. Let's see how this unfolds. <laughs> Too tired of talking about this, this fuck shit between these two. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen. Right, yeah, so moving on from the new stuff. Let's uh, talk about albums. We have had uh, three uh, albums that were released last week. I'm going to kick things off with uh, Tory Lanez with Love Me Now. He dropped his second album of the year. His first album being that Memories Don't Die. He dropped early in the year. Now he drops his second album of the year, Love Me now and this is led by the singles talk to me rich the kid keep in touch with bryson tiller drip 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 with meek mill right yeah so Tory drops his second album of this year and off the bat man honestly man uh it is a a, a really good album and i were i was one of the few that really liked Tory's uh, memories don't die album i thought that was really good i i honestly think that that uh, memories don't die album 
uh, for me, uh, definitely in the top 20 albums of this year, although many people don't really think that is the case. I personally think it is. Uh, I think that this Love Me Now album is more tailored towards the commercial side. I can hear a lot of these songs getting radio play, whereas I didn't hear... Uh, I didn't think uh, that Memories Don't uh, don't don't Die album, I didn't believe that it had many, or if any, really radio singles on there, but I can see a lot, a lot of um, uh, of these songs being played on the radio, uh, obviously the ones that were released, Talk To Me, Drip Drip Drip, Keep In Touch, uh, I don't believe that's quite as much play as it deserves, I think that's a fire record with him and Bryson. Uh, but I do see a lot of these uh, songs here being featured on the radio, the ones with Chris Brown, um, Duck My Ex, Him and Two Chains, uh, Flexible, Chris Brown and Little Baby, If It Ain't Right with A Boogie, um, uh, Miami with Young uh, with Gunner, uh, Swing with PNB Rock and Trace Songs, uh, yeah, so a lot, a, a lot of songs that will definitely probably be, it's more tailored towards the commercial side of things, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, I think Tory deserves that, uh, Tory uh, deserves that, crit- uh, that, that commercial success because he makes great music, his bars have stepped up, uh, I thought, as I said. Uh, I didn't really appreciate him rapping over singing, but his rapping has got a lot, lot better. He's comes with the bars, and obviously his singing is uh, A1 as well, so uh, nothing to really complain about there. So this album, uh, front to back, I, is a very enjoyable listen. Uh, it's coming up to about, what, 49 minutes? The uh, 15 tracks, so very, it is a very enjoyable listen. And uh, they are uh, uh, really good songs on it, you know. So if I go through my favourites, uh, I, I do uh, I like uh, Duck My Ex, Drip Drip Drip, Talk To Me Obviously, Flexible, uh, If It Ain't Right, uh, The Runoff, You Thought Wrong, Miami, Keep In Touch, Swing. Yeah, man, so just uh, a, a lot, uh, I, I, love, I love the album, man. I do really like the album. So it's, it's, I think it's two different contrasts. The album he put earlier this year and this one. If you want the the more bars, the more serious, and you know the more like storytelling, lyrical kind of Tory, go listen to uh, that uh, Memories Don't Die album. Now, if you want the more commercial side, the more clubby records, um, the more pop upbeat kind of records, go listen to this Love Me Now album. So you're in two different contrasts of Tory this year. And yeah, honestly, he's put out two great projects now, man, definitely. So yeah, really good album here with Love Me Now. Uh, I just said my favourites. And yeah, uh, shout out to Tory. I fuck with you. Big fan of yours. Uh, I love the appreciation you showed on the Memories Don't Die post. And yeah, man, uh, if you're listening, then I'm, I'm a big fan. And yeah, so great job. I really like the album. really like the two albums you put out this year. Still waiting on that Latin album, Tori. Because <laughs> I love that Latin record you have with Ozuna, man. So yeah, uh, really good album from Tori Lanes here with Love Me Now. So you guys go check that out and let me know what you think. Yeah, so good. Uh, another good second album from Tori. Two for two this year for me, in my opinion. Right, next up, we've got Mai Tai. So finally, finally, we get this... Jeremiah and Ty Dollar collaboration album Mai Tai after countless setbacks and announcements and release dates that were scheduled in and they didn't make it it finally was released on Friday led by the singles The Light uh, New Level going through some things right we've got 11 tracks on this Mai Tai project all going to about 35 minutes we've got features from French Montana on track number three, uh, Fucking You Tonight, FYT. Uh, that is a sample of um, the late, great, notorious B.I.G.'s Fucking You Tonight. Uh, we got features from Chris Brown and Wiz Khalifa on track eight, Surrounded. Uh, yeah, so uh, we got this uh, Mai Tai album. So yeah, led by The Light, great song. We went through, growing through some things. Another great song there, New Level, another great song there. Uh, we got uh, FYT, Fucking You Tonight with French Montana, track 3, Perfect Timing, track 4, uh, track 5, New Level, track 6, Take Your Time, track 7, These Days, track 8, Surrounded with Chris Brown and Wiz Khalifa, track 9, Lie to Me, track 10, Ride It, and track 11, Imitate. Yeah, so man, another great album from Jeremiah and Ty Dolla, another great album this week. Uh, nice, nice vibes on this album, get you in the mood for that coughing season. Uh, for this winter season, mate, yeah, so really, really good album, it did not disappoint, uh, although we heard a few, I've heard a few of these songs previously on uh, the Joe Bottom podcast, where the producer hitmaker, Young Berg, previewed some of these songs, so 
Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard snippets of these songs, but no, it's good to hear this in its full-length format. And it is a good project here from these two. So yeah, nice project there from uh, Jeremiah and Tide all over Mai Tai. So yeah, make sure you go, guys, guys, go check that out. Favorites for me obviously would be the light, uh, uh, Fyt, perfect timing, take your time, surrounded, uh, ride it and imitate, man. But yeah, front to back, another enjoyable listen. And yeah, as I said, thirty-five minutes, so another short listen, very enjoyable short listen. And yeah, it gets you in those good vibes for this cuffing season, for this uh, very cold season here. So yeah, it matches the mood and yeah, very, very good project. So go check that out. That's Jeremiah and Ty Dollar with My Ty. Another great release this week. Now we're going to go to my favourite release of this week. And probably uh, the hardest release of this week was uh, courtesy of Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown. They come through and drop through Mona Lisa. Uh, yeah, so uh, very hard-hitting uh, rap hip-hop album Full of bars, full of dope beats Just full of that tough talk, that shit man, that fire uh, Yeah, so uh, we've got tr- 11 tracks on this Mona Lisa album Coming to total about 36 minutes We've got the previously released Reflection, uh, Decisions and Timberland Up with Royster59 and yeah, so we'll go through the track list. We've got uh, track one, Brush Strokes, track two, Reflection, track three, My Block, track four, Cocaine Fingertips, uh, track five, Grace of God, track six, That Place, track seven, Word, track eight, Decisions, track nine, Timberland Up, with Royce the Five Nine, track ten, Come Back Home, and track eleven, Mona Lisa. And just right off the bat, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to say this album is definitely top 10 material of this year. One of the best albums I've heard this year, right? One of the best albums I've heard this year, man. Fuck that shit, man. I need to play a fucking air horn in this bitch. Air horn in this bitch for Joel and Apollo, mate. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Fucking great, great, great album here by Joel and Apollo. Absolute fucking flames, front to back, man. I was, I, I love this album. I was working out to it, been playing this non-stop, man. They came with some fire on this. Joel came with some fire on this. His flow, his bars. Oh, man, the beats as well that Apollo has used on this. Fucking flames, mate! Absolutely flames album. If you know me, I love my lyrical stuff. I love that hard hitting, deep storytelling, and all that shit, man. And this album hits all of those notes, man. All of those key points that I really, really like. Uh, I mean, let's go through it, man. We've got brush strokes, man. The intro, and then that slowly transitions into reflection. Great uh, introspective track by uh, by uh, Joel there. Track 3, My Block, what a track that is. Probably my favourite track on this album, man. What a track that is, man. Talking about him growing up in uh, uh, Brooklyn and things like that, man. And, oh, what a track. Track 4, Cocaine Fingertips. It was talking about Joe uh, was experiencing the uh, drug game. And uh, yeah, man, what, what a track that is as well. Track 5, Grace of God. He's talking about how much he's thankful to God and how, you know, the grace of God that he's here and he's still living. Track six, that place. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, what a track that is. That is probably the most deep track on this album and I've, that I've heard from Joel in a while. Talks about him being in the hospital, how he hates the hospital and he goes through all the reasons why uh, from his uh, first child being born, uh, feet first, and the umbilical cord wrapped around the child's throat, and he wasn't breathing and things like that, to just uh, issues with his uh, with his mum, and then things like that, and just how he hates the hospital and things like that. Man, wow, what a track that is! Track seven, word word to his mother. Then he honors his mother there. Word to his mother, he's grateful for his mother. He talks about his relationship with his mum. Now he's grateful to his mum, man. Uh, track 8 decisions He's talking about all the bad Good decisions and bad decisions he's made in his life Track 9 Timberland Up Typical New York kind of track Where Joel is from He talks about you know Rocking the Timberlands and you know All that street shit Track 10 come back home He's talking you know he's talking about how uh, he, You know he misses his family And you know how uh, 
you know, uh, his family urges him, you know, to you know just come back home and live with us and things like that. And track 11, Mona Lisa. And uh, the great closing track there uh, just sums up, uh, you know, his, uh, how uh, all of his experiences tie up into this uh, Mona Lisa concept uh, of this album. And how it reflects that Mona Lisa portrait as well. So, yeah, really, really, really good album from Joel, man. Cannot stress that enough. Absolute flames. Absolute flames. Definitely top 10 album of the year. They came through. They did their shit. They took their shit. They dropped that fire. Man, fucking love this album. Great, great album. Shouts out to Joel. Big fan of yours. Big fan of you, Apollo. Great album there if you're listening. And, yeah, just a big fan, man. Great, great album. Thoroughly appreciate it as a uh, hip hop, uh, as a hip hop head, a hip hop fan, true hip hop fan, man, fan of lyrics and all this and all that. I love it, man. Great job, great job. And uh, to show how much I really appreciate this album, man, like uh, my sleeper this week is going to be uh, my favorite track from this uh, Mona Lisa album. And if you've been listening, you know that it is my block. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's. Uh, play uh, this my sleeper for this week this is Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown from that phenomenal amazing Mona Lisa project this is track three and this is my block let's get into this careful where I'm from bro For that project right there in Brooklyn. Cooper. 13 building, 7 story high. But oh boy, do they let it fly. And there we have it. I remember the first time I gave someone a buck fifty and they blood hit me. I was drunk, pissy, screaming, boy, don't fuck with me. A buck sixty wet, five seven, but a threat. My boot stepped and I'm 54-11s through the jets. Projectiles at nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. We smoked L's in the stairs, sip Cisco with thoughts. The best head was on the roof. That was top notch top. My Glock cop. Bubble goose, I move red tops. Nickels, five dollars a pop. Five for twenty, then cop like clockwork. I cop work, get Kitty the Shepherd. R.I.P. to the best co cook, he a legend. A half a G of E and J and big bag of Frito Lays. Me no play, just jump off my hip, you DOA. See your way through my P's if you ain't from my hood. Cause asking for a building number ain't good. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Yeah, that's us. Chill in front of the building, made a killing, drug dealing. But we don't bust traps in front of children or old folk. We grown folk, villains. Trying to devise a plan to turn these grams into a million. I don't want to be civilians who spoil for a nine to five. Baby, I'm alive to be the guy my hood got idolized. I'm about to buy the five, bring it to my guy and get the stock rims revitalized. Pop about the car wash like surprise, I buy a prize. Divide with my team, watching cable. Only time it's ever squares in my circle is at the table. Add him a little water that Eve, I hit the block. Long as I got that cane, I'm able to flip the rock. I swear to God, I finger fuck this 40 orty like me in an orgy. And had these bullets shaking up whoever coming for me. Sexy thug talk from a G that pulls strings. Like them old school four finger joints, my name ring. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Projectiles, the nighttime, a long clock on my block. I wonder who I left outside that might have got shot. Yeah, yeah. Real easy, real careful. Walk lightly through my hood. <laughs> Word up. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown with my blog. 
It's my sleeper song for this week off that great, incredible album. Mona Lisa, Absolute Flames album. Go check that out. Man, if you're a true hip-hop fan, true hip-hop fan, true hip-hop head, you appreciate lyrics and bars and shit like that, man, go listen to that shit, man. It's fucking incredible. Incredible, I love it. Yeah, so that's Joel Ortiz and Apollo Brown with my block from that Mona Lisa album. Go check that out. That's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I hope I provided uh, you with some good content and thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, man, we were, we were on the lookout for some new music this week. But I think we got we've got uh, yeah, we've got Swiss Beats dropping, Poison, Action Bronson dropping with White Bronco, uh, Takeoff allegedly dropping with The Last Rocket. Uh, yeah, let's see what else uh, we uh, are going to receive as well. And then you know, as always, I will be here. Same time, same place next week, breaking down these albums, giving you my reviews on this. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Mr. Q. Stay safe out there. Happy Halloween. And I'll see you back here next week. Peace out.